Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. (laughs) Swing your sword and ring your cowbell. Can you believe it? It is an emergency edition of Thunder and Lightning. Not really. Although, I'll tell you this, Joel. This is really a good thing for one reason, one reason only. We were going to have to do a podcast later tonight. Now we don't have to. Yeah. This is it. We're good. We're done for the day after this. We just do this. I got sports talk. This This is literally our second pod today, though, when you think about it. We did a pod... We finished up like 12 hours ago, yeah. so, but here we are. Uh, want to talk to you about uh, uh, what's happened here at Mississippi State. You obviously know it. Mike Leach is the new head coach at Mississippi State. Thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast at supertalk.fm or wherever. Want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse, Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. They got to come up with some, you know, with some rum, right? Yeah. What's a good pirate drink? Well, I was thinking more like an ice cream. Oh, you okay. You know, like a, a pineapple rum ice cream or something, you know? That's where they got to go. Yeah, the, the, pirates this, treasure. Or all kinds of marketing opportunities. Marketing opportunities here. are happening. Speaking of that, speaking of opportunities, our good friends at College Corner want you to take care of yourself. They're going to give you a great discount right now if you go to collegecornerstore.com and you use the promo code. Can you guess what it is? Pirate. <laughs> you get. Uh, let me double check my uh, my twenty five percent off any MSU gear when you mention the show. When you come, you mention the show in the store. Online code is pirate. Collegecornerstore.com. Or College Corner. You got something for us over there? Uh, breaking news. I, I don't know if you're posting this immediately as we get done. Are you? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Okay. To, yes. Well, uh, if you are listening to our voice, uh, the deal is done. Mike Leach and company will be at Bryan Airfield at 3.15 p.m. today on Thursday. There you go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Joel and I just left Bryan Airfield. <laughs> We had a tip. We had a tip, and uh, we were we, we wanted to break it, but unfortunately, uh, some folks got ahead of Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, got ahead of us, and there it's done. Now, you, yeah, Brian, so I guess, will I be on Sports Talk Mississippi at 315? I don't know how that's going to work. I'll figure it out uh, later. Let's talk about Mike Leach. What a surprising turn of events. This coaching search, I want before we do anything else, Joel, grade it right now. The, the whole process. The whole process. To me, the whole process is about the end result. And, uh, I mean, you, you, we'll have to wait and see. I know we're about to discuss it, how this thing goes from a schematic standpoint. Um, look, you just made a splash. You just got a, got a, uh, a guy that puts your program in a national spotlight. Um, right now, I, it's hard for me not to give it a B. Or something to that that nature. I yeah. think I, I'd go B right now. I, I don't know what would would A it's have a, been. Would, it's a high ceiling higher. Yeah, 
it could it could yeah. work out in one of those things. What's your thought? What's your grade? I'm pretty high on it. Uh, I think I think Cohen did a good job. I think he. I, I think once he got past, I think this is how it went. And I, I could be wrong, and John can feel, can feel free to correct me. He went into it wanting Napier. Napier wasn't interested. He interviews Judge. He's blown away. He's like, that guy will work. I'll take him. And then the New York football giants make him their head coach. And there's no – you can't pay him, what, $7.5 million to take a college up. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So then he went back to the drawing board. He looked at some guys, Grantham, Sarkeesian, and other, and he, he was able to get hold of Mike Leach. And at the end of the day, Mississippi State hiring a sitting Power 5 head coach, a successful sitting Power 5 head coach, when we talk about it's a new day in Starkville, going back to Joe Moorhead being fired after two straight bowl games and two straight Egg Bowl wins, we said, okay, you know, it's proof that things are a little different now. Uh-huh. This is more proof. Yeah. I, I said B earlier just because I do have some some fear, some reservations, because it's such a schematic shift, like based upon the person. I mean, you're going air raid now, right? Yeah, you got to, yeah. Uh, that That's the, that's why I'm... I'm I can't just say A, A plus, whatever. If you want to look at this in different, you know, areas, if you're looking at it from splash higher and all that whole nine yards, A plus. I mean, there isn't very many other names state could have pulled that's gonna kind of get this kind of coverage and recognition and things. I mean, all eyes are gonna be on that. All eyes are gonna be I mean, you got Leach and Kiffin in the state now. Wow. What a what an egg bowl rivalry. Egg bowl that, is that, that, very intriguing. I don't know that either guy from a rivalry standpoint is hey. going to just care a ton, you know, at least at first. But from a just intriguing personality standpoint now. Remember man. a few weeks ago when uh, they hired, when Ole Miss hired Lane Kiff and they're like, oh, we're getting all this national attention. Nobody cares about Mississippi State. Ha ha. Yeah, how'd that go? That didn't age very well because national attention is directly over Starkville, Mississippi at this time. Uh, as you can probably guess, because Mike Leach is so beloved by the national media, uh, a lot of, of publicity headed to Starkville. This was a splash hire. No question about that. It has the potential to be a great hire because, somebody pointed this out, Mike Leach has been just pulling guys off the street to throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Yeah. You know, All of MSU's passing records are going to be obliterated one way or the other, uh, whether he wins or not. But it feels like this is going to be a process a little bit. This doesn't seem strike me as a year one state back to winning eight games unless something unusual happens. And it could because state could very easily go into the transfer market and pick a couple of productive wide receivers out and they come in and they do real well right away. But there's a lot there's a lot of questions. Starting at quarterback, you know, Keaton and Garrett Schrader do not strike me as Mike Leach quarterbacks. Are we looking at possibly seeing Will Rogers starting at, at we have question marks across the roster here with to, before the Mike Leach system can be fully implemented. in in a question one about that. Um like you said, I mean Garrett Schrader, I don't know what Keaton Thompson's plans are. Both those guys are like the dual threat guys, whatever, that doesn't really I mean, they're not the guys that you expect to do what Mike Leach likes to do. And, and so that that's why I, I kind of have a little bit of reservation about this. But, I mean, look, bottom line, Mike Leach wins. I mean, he, he's, he has 18 years as a head coach. He's been to a bowl game 16 of those 18 years. Dude gets the job done yeah. from a, a, you know, getting the win standpoint and things. <sighs> There's there's going to be questions, I think, about this and the whole... Because the word Cohen used in the presser leading up to 
going to find a coach was fit. Does he fit? Does, does he fit? Does Mike Leach fit? Whatever that means. I mean, sometimes I don't know what it even means. But does he fit? Because that was the big thing when Joe Moorhead came in a couple years ago. Um, does he fit in the South and things? Does he? And ultimately, maybe he never. From a recruiting standpoint, it kind of did. But from a running an SEC program, I guess it kind of didn't. Um, in all aspects, is Mike Leach a fit or is it just a splash? Well, that's where we are, right? That's the question that has to be answered. It is a splash. It's no doubt a splash. Is it a fit? I say this, and this is what I said on the JT show a little earlier today. Fitting, I sp- I'm going to steal a, a Houston nutism. Are you ready? Yeah. I spell fit, W-I-N. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if Mike Leach, Dan Mullen was from New Hampshire, all right? What fit him at Mississippi State? Absolutely nothing. But he won, mm-hmm. so he fit just fine. Uh, Joe Moorhead, although he's from the North, blue-collar guy. Grew up, you know, the same sort of background growing up that Mississippians had. Mm-hmm. But he didn't win enough, and he had his other problems, so he didn't fit. Mike Leach takes this team and wins eight games, buddy. He fits like a glove. At that point, <laughs> is Kylan Hill gone? It'd be tough to uh, return to this offense if you're Kylan Hill to an offense that most likely isn't gonna feature the running back all that much. And, and, and crap, when you look at it, man, is State's running back recruiting about to kind of take a hit a little bit? Well, I don't think you know they'll always be good running backs. In that's the thing, Mississippi produces good running backs, and some of them are going to want to come to Mississippi State. So I don't think you're. It's, it, this isn't like you know, well, I don't know what Washington produces, right? Yeah. But it's, I don't think it's the same thing. I think you'll be okay there. But you know, if I'm Kylan Hill right now, I, I'm I'm probably packing my bags. Yeah. You know, I'm probably going to go ahead and move on to the NFL because you're just not going to be an offense that features you at this point. Yeah. And to be fair, he may have been doing that anyway. It's it's possible. You know, we we said that you know he, he tweeted out that he was uh he had made his final decision, but I don't believe that was accurate. I believe he his final decision was going to be depending on who. The uh, the coach was going to be. You asked me earlier about this search, uh, and to grade it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: If every person that John Cohen had wanted, uh, every person that was mentioned as a candidate, let me put that caveat in there. Not every person, because if every person would say yes, then you'd just go get Nick Saban and bring him over here. Right. If every person that we knew of as a candidate was going to say yes to mm-hmm. this job. How far down would you have gotten before you got to Mike Leach? That's a good question. Um, Napier won. Napier probably would have been one. I think I think Leach might have been head judge. To be totally honest, I don't know that judge is based on that criteria. Mm-hmm. Is super high on the list. You know, I think you probably would talk to uh, a bunch of other people before Joe Judge. I think you just. I think I honestly think this. I think Joe Judge. I'm not using the term courtesy interview. I think State was very interested in him. He just did a good enough job that pushed him up the list. You know, I think State was probably in the situation, okay, we'll interview Napier and Joe Judge and a few other guys. And then when they talked to Judge and they saw what he had to say, they it's were like, like Whoa. okay, this is the guy, never mind, let's let's go with it. And the Giants felt the same way. Um, once, and it's sort of the same thing. Uh, State was sort of spurned by Billy Napier. Giants were spurned by Matt Rule. Joe Judge had his, had his opportunity, and he, he took it. Yeah. And then you get into that next tier. I mean, Mike Leach is probably towards the top of that. I'm surprised, though. So would you go Leach over, given what I the, my parameters, that every candidate would say yes, Le- Leach over Sarkeesian? Yeah. Leach over 
Well, leech over Grantham, yes. For sure. Uh, I mean, who else just was... go down the list here, I guess. Uh, I mean, who else would there even... Yeah, I'm trying that, to... that was really the, all the names that, had, really the, the names greatest, that had real the greatest traction smoke to, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I, you asked me to grade the, the process. I mean, I, I don't see... Look, we talked the other day about is this a disaster, the, the whole search, is it you know train wreck, whatever... When you end up with Mike Leach, a guy that's been a sitting head coach for 18 years, that's mm-hmm. been to a bowl game 16 of those 18 years. Mm-hmm. Five that carries top 25 the, finishes. Five top 25 finishes that carries the cachet that he, he has. You didn't get the third guy on Clemson's bench like you did in the basketball search. So this 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 thing was not a train wreck at all. Mm-hmm. I would call it a – as we sit here today, and now like the Joe Moorhead hire in two years, we might say something different. But as we sit here today on January the 9th, you just gave a guy that wins a lot a chance. And he's a guy with a ton of experience. He is a guy that's going to have name value whenever he recruits. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, it's hard to not say that it's a, this is a, was a, it ended up being a successful search. Go ahead. Tweeting here from Bruce Feldman, who uh, covers college football for The Athletic. Interesting quote. He said, Mike Lee was really torn about leaving Washington State for Mississippi State, but per his source, couldn't bypass this job because of, and this is a quote, because of the added resources, a much deeper local recruiting pool, and because it was a shot to coach in the SEC. I mean, first off, Mississippi State was got somebody hired because of added resources. The other team was a Power 5 team. You don't hear that very often. Mm-mm. And then a much deeper local recruiting pool, obviously that's going to be the case, and then the shot to coach in the SEC. Where Leach has coached before, he was you know working with Hal Mummy uh, back in the day at Kentucky. Um Let's talk about let's. There's a, there's a couple of negatives. Let's get those out of the way, and then there's I think there's a bunch of positives. Obviously, his reputation is not one of a defensive uh, mastermind or anything of that nature. So very crucial to keep or to have on staff a a good defensive coordinator. Mississippi State is going to recruit good defensive talent. There's just because it exists in their recruiting footprint. Yep, they can luck into quality defensive players. Uh, is this a situation where you, you want to keep Bob Shoup around? Could you make a run at Todd Grantham as your defensive coordinator? Because you could just – I think he makes 1.8. You could bump him to two and say, come be here while your son's playing college baseball and you can watch every game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be attractive to a dad, I would think. Is that some, Do you think State will go after a big-name defensive coordinator? Ah, uh, that remains to be seen. we got a little more breaking news here as we – Talk. It's it's, going to be that way. Go Uh, ahead. Mike Leach will be formally introduced at noon Friday um, at the SEAL Complex. It's going to be open to the public at noon on Friday. Y'all keep it down in there. We're trying to record. You're darn right. Uh, Mm -hmm. So anyway, there you go. Um, Got some... Anybody who shows up in pirate gear will be mocked. (laughs) Uh, Got got Mike Leach quotes here. Can't tell you how excited I am to be the head football coach of the Mississippi State Where are State you Bulldogs. getting this? I haven't gotten this email. Uh, I hadn't either. It, they tweeted it out, the release, okay. and, and, and it always goes online before we get it in email a lot of times when it's this kind of stuff. I can't tell you how excited I am but to be the it. head football coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I loved Washington State, but I'm excited for the next chapter in the SEC. It's a privilege to be a part of the MSU family, and we look forward to getting down to Starkville shortly. Um, there's some John Cohen quotes here, too. Mike, read him, read him. Mike Leach is a proven winner that's established a culture of excellence for nearly two decades as a head coach. 
He's an offensive genius and two-time National Coach of the Year. He has a track record of building programs to national prominence with accountability and a blue-collar approach. We are thrilled to welcome him and his family to Mississippi State and look forward to watching our football program grow under his leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, noon Friday, he's going to be in, uh, introduced. You know, if you're listening to this as soon as we put it up, may see you at Brian Airfield here in about an hour or yeah. so. But uh, but anyway, there's there's your breaking news and stuff. But defensive coordinator-wise, I mean, I, I agree with you. you got to go out and... You need a big guy. You need, you, and you need a guy that sort of can go ego for ego and pound for pound with Leach and say, this is my side of the ball, stay away. And that... Mullen was unwilling to do that all the way up until Grantham. And he got Grantham, and Grantham was like, no. No more. And how did it work? Stay with a top-ten defense. Yeah. I think Moorhead sort of left Shoop alone the same way. Man. I, I, you just wonder, how much would it take, do you think, to lure Grantham? Two. $2 million a year? That's a $200,000 raise. And <laughs> in terms of cost of living, $2 million in Startable is a crap ton of money yeah. compared to 1.8 in Gainesville. Of course, 1.8 in Gainesville is tax-free, right? In Florida, tax-free money? A little bit. Uh, I think or that, no yeah. state tax or something. Uh, it's but, something like that. But, but anyway... Uh, and then, like I said, for Grantham, who you remember, there was a lot of talk that he was going to stay when Moorhead was hired because he was tired of moving his family around and he wanted his son to be able to finish his high school football career. Mm-hmm. And it ended up not being that way. And I would think that your son playing baseball at the school would be a, That's a, a, draw. a pool that even money couldn't buy. So. Yeah, I can see my son play baseball. Every game. That's something That's something a, a father, I can tell you for a fact that as a father, if I had that opportunity with my children to, to be near them for everything and, I, you know, make great money doing it. Yeah. And, and, and to be clear, Brian nor I are reporting this. No, it no, just, it just, just makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot but of sense. Keeping Bob Shoup makes a lot of sense, too. And Shoup did a great job for Mississippi State in 2018. And he did a good job in 2019 when he had the full compliment out there. So that said... You know, there, there's something to, to watch there for sure. Um, and then from a recruiting standpoint, he has not been a great recruiter at Washington State. But, again, he has been a guy – he sort of fits what Dan Mullen was able to do. He was able to take two- and three-star guys and turn them into four- and five-star guys. And I have to think that sort of what Leach said in that, uh, in that quote about better local recruiting pool or deeper local recruiting pool, that, that's accurate. There's just better players in this area in MSU's footprint. Yeah. You know, this, if nothing else, if nothing else, this should improve Mississippi State's ability to recruit wide receivers because they know the ball's coming now. But this is a team last year that averaged 177 yards passing a game. I mean, is it fair to expect a baseline improvement of 150 yards? By the way, just for the record, this past year at Washington State, on a 6 and 7 team, not a great team, they averaged 433 yards passing a game. Wow, and State hadn't had a 500-plus yard receiver since 2016, and they're about, yeah. to, about to run the air. Raid. In reality, Mississippi State should have a 500-yard receiver within the first six games next year. Within the first half of the season, at least one receiver should be over 500 yards. Is this a situation where State just hired a coach where it might work eventually, but there's not much chance of it working in year one? Year one's going to be interesting. Very interesting. I have no idea which way it's going to go. Can Leach do something different in year one? <laughs> well, that's the he doesn't strike me as the as the most uh, adjustable head football coach. Uh, he doesn't strike me as that. So I don't know. I mean that that's where the questions go on this hire is just the 
the schematics of it balanced with the personnel on this team. By the way, do you remember what we talked about back uh, during the signing period? I said all these guys who have athlete by their name should get their first shot at offense. Well, the, that's absolutely coming. now. Uh, Dylan Johnson, he's moving to receiver. <laughs> all right, I, I would just go ahead and call it that. Janari Dean is going to get a look at receiver. Marcus Murphy is going to get a look at receiver. Those guys are going to get some looks because that's where your athletes are. You've got to put the best guys out there. Can, can, look, we've got to say this, and credit to MSU History on Twitter, at MSU History, the Flying M, mm-hmm. one of the greatest Twitter accounts there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is the full list of sitting head coaches that Mississippi State has hired in their previous school. In 1903, mm-hmm. MSU hired Daniel S. Martin from Ole Miss. In 1939, Alan McKean from West Tennessee State Teachers College. I'm pretty sure that's the University of Memphis now, but go ahead. <laughs> in 1949, Slick Morton. Didn't work. From VMI. Didn't work. And then, 71 years later, Mike Leach from Washington State. And, and he also gives out the caveat, Emory Ballard was at Texas A&M in 78, but he had resigned mid-year. So. Yeah. But that's just... They're, they're on the plane. Nell Cohen just tweeted a, uh, a picture. So, goodness gracious. Oh, there's a basketball press conference going on right now. I'm tempted to tune in just to see who the hell's there. (laughs) We're not. Uh, So here we are. Mississippi State has hired Mike Leach. Mississippi State uh, and Ole Miss have two new head football coaches that are among the darlings of media. From a positive standpoint, I said we, we talk about that. I think there's a lot of them. First off... You just increased your national recruiting profile a little bit. I think Mike Leach plus SEC school, players from outside your traditional recruiting footprint will be interested. You know, you could go into Texas, and I, again, I'm not saying State's going to start pulling five-star guys in, but you can go into Texas at some of those high three-stars and low four-stars, guys like Fred Ross, and maybe pull in a couple of more of those. You can go into Georgia and do the same. Now, obviously, people are going to say it's all about you know your staff, and that's de- definitely the case. We'll see who he brings in. We'll see who, you know, wants to join up. He's gonna. I don't know who's going to stay. I would imagine, just off the top of my head, that Tony Hughes will stay, and maybe Terrell Buckley, because those are two local guys. They're good recruiters. It makes sense to keep them on staff. Yeah, it it does. I mean, you always would like to have some kind of continuity for sure. Um, I. I I'm just so interested to see how this goes. And I know you all are. Yeah. Um, fact of the matter is, we sit down here to record this podcast, and it's exciting stuff to talk about. It's exciting the fact that, quite frankly, we're going to get to cover maybe the most interesting man <laughs> in college football because I don't know where our press conferences are about to go. I don't know what this man's fixing to be asked. I don't know what's going to happen. Logan Lowry is somewhere right now just absolutely all smiles, I know, because Mike Leach has always been one of his favorite characters and things, and now we're about to cover this man. So it's all kinds of, of excitement and, and interesting times right now. But the fact of the matter is, whether it's who's going to stay whether it's the schematics of this, whether it's you know who's going to be the DC, everything. I mean, there are just a bunch of questions right now too. Would you agree with this statement? Everybody's happy. Seems that way, yeah. It seems like a fan base that was drowning in apathy is excited. Yeah. When we talk about season ticket sales, that sells season tickets. At New Mexico game that we said only twenty six thousand, it Packed. just doubled at least. People are going to want to see. People are going to want to watch a Mississippi State team throw the ball fifty times. 
There were there were three game stretches under Moorhead and Mullen that they didn't throw the ball fifty times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you is there any concern at all for you? Because something we talked about with Joe Moorhead was his offensive scheme came into the SEC and then just didn't work in the SEC. Right. Is there any concern for you that this could happen with with Leach's air raid? That he could bring his yes. offense here and it just doesn't that is work a concern because SEC defenses are so fast and they're so good and that it might not work. But there's and it's the same thing with Moorhead. There was no reason to think Moorhead would fail, but he did. There's no reason to think Leach will fail. Could he fail? Sure. Do I think he's going to fail? No. I think he'll be. I think he will at the very minimum work at the bottom half of the Dan Mullen success scale, which is seven wins a year. And honestly, I, you know, what do I always say? A five-year cycle for MSU should be three, seven to eight win years. One year where maybe you drop back to six, or possibly even five, and then you have one year where you jump up and things just work in your favor. You got a veteran team, and you can win nine, ten games. And if you do that for long enough, if you could do that for, I mean, Mississippi State was poised to do that before they, they got rid of, before Dan Mullen left, I should say. They, they didn't get rid of him. State was poised to take a big step forward in 2018 and build upon that and maybe turn themselves into more of a consistent 8-9 win team than 7-8 wins. You got to sort of work your way back a little bit, yep. but, but you can do that. Yep. This is a coach, like you said, he's been coaching for 18 years. He's been to 16 bowl games. That should be able to happen. That's, that's your floor. You start there, you're fine, you know. And then you know, in ten years, maybe people will be tired of him like they were of Mullen because he didn't beat Alabama or something. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, as a reporter, as someone that has covered this team for the last over half decade now, and total, when you look back over my career, probably somewhere around you know seven years, um. And as someone that grew up watching this team and grew up right here in the backyard of Starkville, and and this is kind of all I've ever known, with Mike Leach, I'm as excited to get into this and see what the heck happens as I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I mean, because look, there was excitement around Dan Mullen, but still it was an OC coming in, and you just hoped at that time, you know, that that worked out. Uh, Joe Moorhead looked like, at the time, you know, that that could be exciting things. I mean, you, you can remember back when Jackie was hired, because you're old. Uh, maybe you were excited and pumped up about how that was going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. You, you didn't I was. hear me call you old, by the way. I heard you, you call me old. <laughs> yeah, when Jackie but, was hired. But was... no, this is maybe for, like, folks around my age. I'm 34 and a half, by the way. And, and younger, this might be the most splashy hire that State's ever made. Do you want to know the, the biggest splash hire State had made before this? I'll tell you what it is. Ben Howland. Yeah, yeah. I mean, much different scale because it's basketball versus football, but hiring a coach who'd been to three straight Final Fours. Yeah. After Rick Ray, especially, that was a splash hire. Didn't work out as well as most people would like, you know, it, or it's still in the process. We'll figure that out, but it's good stuff. It's good stuff for Mississippi State. They're getting a lot of positive publicity. Like I said, they, they suck the air out of the Ole Miss publicity train here. And that, that, that's an. Call that another Egg Bowl win for MSU. Right now, everybody's talking about Mississippi State. Okay, hey, I've been asked this on probably about four or five different radio programs now. Sure. Including, I think Richard asked me this last Friday. Okay. But now that there is actually a coach in place, mm-hmm. um, I'll ask you, you just said that State has now kind of sucked all the attention towards Starkville with this hire. Yeah. 
Is there any part of you that thinks that the whole Lane Kiffin splash played into it at all to try and, and win back the headlines a little bit? Is that even in the back of John Cohen's mind? It's one of those things, Joel. We'll never know the we'll answer. We'll never know. And what you're saying makes a lot of sense that John Cohen was like, look, I not only need to hire a good football coach, but I need to hire somebody that gets a little little, little buzz, a little, little, little cachet. Yeah. But that said, no. Knowing John Cohen like I do, and I, I'm not his best friend or anything. We certainly aren't out you know, playing poker together. I, I, I can't imagine that that even crossed his brain. And that's the way I feel, too, because he is a guy that marches to the beat of his own drum. He's a little bit, maybe more intense, but he's a little bit Mike Leachish. He, he has some that, Mike Leach qualities. In that he does things his own way, and if you don't like it, <laughs> to steal a quote from somebody, you can pound sand or kick rocks. Yeah. He kind of has that mentality. I agree, with that. I agree a little with that. Bit. I agree with that. And so I know that it is a it, it's a popular theory out there, particularly from folks that wear red and blue, but I just really don't think that Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin, so we gotta steal the headlines. I just don't think that that was much I think I, it's just a happy byproduct if you're John Cohen. Yeah, I, I don't think he minds it. <laughs> if you yeah, I'll go that I'll go that far. I, I but yeah, I don't think that that that's what pushed him over the edge to hire Mike Leach. I think if he thought that Joe Judge was, well, crap, man, Joe Judge was going to be the coach. Yeah, he was going to be Mississippi, be Mississippi State's, State's coach. coach. So, I think that right there tells you that he wasn't too concerned about having the national headlines. Right. Um, it just worked out that now he's got him. Uh, and as I started this whole thing saying a few minutes ago. Man, I'm ready to see where this thing goes. All right. We will talk to Mike Leach tomorrow at noon, our first time ever. Again, that's at the SEAL building. You're welcome to come. You're not welcome to come if you dress like a pirate. Um, that, that's not from MSU. That's from me. Uh, you just have to live with that decision. Uh, and then after that, going to be an interesting you know, offseason. Who's uh, who's ready for Atlanta? Who's ready for SEC media days? This guy right here is already ready for SEC media days. Can we skip basketball and baseball? I know, Joel, it's going to hurt, but can we just go straight to Omaha for baseball? Yeah. Like this, well, the state's going to be there, so let's just go straight there. We're in Omaha, and then, boom, I'll take a little vacation, and we come back, and we're, we're good for SEC Media Days. Mike, Le- look at the SEC West, by the way. Saban, Malzahn, Kiffin, Leach, Orgeron, Orgeron uh, Fisher. I'm sorry, Arkansas. It just got worse for you somehow. Yes, sir. That's gonna be that's that's not good times up there in, in Arkansas country. Mike Leach is the head coach at Mississippi State. I'll have a lot more to say about it today on Sports Talk Mississippi at three PM. I'm not gonna head out to the airport. I'll I'll let uh, others do that. I'll be at the airport, guys. See you Follow there. Joel T. Coleman on Twitter if you're not already, and he'll take care of you at the airport. I'll cover it on Sports Talk Mississippi. There you go. This emergency edition of Thunder and Lightning has come to a close. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. I can't. I screwed it up. I'm going to go back. (laughs) Super Talk. There we go. I don't know why why a pirate would... uh, Uh, I don't know why he would focus on the T. That's the T for Coleman. (laughs) Super Talk. Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.